Welcome to Ex Libris On Air and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is J. Douglas Barker. Based on a true traumatic brain history, a short memoir, is the cover for the uh, book that we're discussing this morning. My author joins me from near Chicago, Mark Allen. Thank you, sir. Hi, Jason. Nice to be here. Pleasure to talk with you. Uh, 258 pages, and uh, in looking through the contents of this book, I am uh, wanting to or almost feel the need to ask you, is this fiction? And I know it isn't. No, it's definitely not fiction. It's it literally, uh, like I alluded to in the title, it is a history. It's a history of me. It's an autobiography that I wrote um, after some friends um, and some family said, you should write about this. And it just kind of morphed into that. Your, your parents are attorneys or have been, uh, that was their career choice. Uh, yours is a little bit unique. You've uh, described yourself as a hyper individual. I think I can relate to that a little bit, but not as much as uh, your history. You've even ended up as an MMA fighter. Is that something that you pursued for an extended period? For about 10 years, I did that. Um, because it was my passion. I was always, I'd always played sports and was into, uh, was into physical activity. I, I loved boxing. I loved martial arts. And I thought that, you know, after I graduated college, I played college basketball and there was nothing else after that. It was, it was division three college basketball. I wasn't going to the NBA or anything like that. So this new sport called mixed martial arts or MMA came up and I just kind of did a little bit of a search on it and, and I watched some MMA fights. I was like, I want to do this. So that's how I got into it. Um, now I'm a coach, but for the most part, I, I pursued it for 10 years. Um, while, and then it just blew up. Incredible, uh, sport. If it's uh, described as that, I, uh, I am not one of those who's a, um, uh, standing on the sidelines fan necessarily, but one of my, one of my children is, uh, fascinated by it and subs- you know, subscribes to, to a lot of the fights that are taking place. Your brain injury was, is certainly the central point of, uh, of your, of your, uh, book, other than describing with great detail and with passion your missteps along the way, including in college where alcohol, drugs, and the usual stuff that is presented to young uh, young adults and uh, young athletes interrupted your life. Uh, how did that affect you? The alcohol and the drugs, um, you know, I, I didn't, uh, most, people or kids start a little bit younger. Uh, I think that growing up, I was more of this anxious pent up kid, but I knew, I, I just didn't want to be uh, a, a stoner or, or just kind of a drug addict like you'd seen. I grew up in the in eighties the and I believe it was Nancy Reagan and the just say no campaign was all, all over the place. So I, was kind of a straight edge kid, kid growing up. So I, when I got, when I finally came, came close to of age to drink, I had my first drink and it was, you know, it was off the races in that kind of drinking 
kind of soothe this anxious, restless, irritable person inside of me. Um, that and, and along with MMA and boxing uh, and fighting did that too. It kind of helped me burn off, let let the steam off a little bit. Um, yeah. So, is, is, it mean, is it correct your mom is from uh, Asian uh, descent or Asian history or family? Yes, my mom, my mother's Chinese, born and raised in, born and raised in Hong Kong. Phenomenal! And at one point, you even gave her a kidney in your journey. That's correct. About I think it may have been two thousand and four, two thousand three or two thousand four. I can't remember. It's in the book somewhere. But uh, yeah, I gave her a kidney. She, um, I, I think it's part of. Uh, Asians and a certain part of the world population are, are are at a higher risk for kidney disease. That, on top of her already high blood pressure, just because of her lifestyle, okay. led her to have kidney failure. Uh, an amazing story just in itself. You are also uh, highlighting in there your first MRI, and in looking at the chapter sequence that seems to be after you took up boxing and other aggressive sports. Is it something that we could conclude was the reason for your brain injury? I would, I would say yes. It's definitely, yeah, there was nothing. Everyone, you know, doctors will, will always ask whenever they look at my pictures, they ask, did something happen to you? Were you in an accident? Did you, you know, and did you get knocked out? Were you knocked unconscious? And nothing that uh, drastic or that impactful happened that I remember. Um, and I've never lost consciousness or anything like that. I've never been in, in a serious car accident. Uh, so I think so, yeah. Happened happen somewhere. I, you know, the yeah. sports world is looking at football as a uh, – there are a lot of – head injuries or head impact things uh, happening in that and are tra tracing it back to uh, further issues later in life. This is a, a book that, uh, would you describe this as um, uh, cathartic, maybe, uh, sharing your story? That's a good question, Jay. Yes, it was very cathartic. Um, it, was, it was not only an exercise for my brain itself in that I mean, you're dealing with someone who's got Who's got who's got decreased communication, decreased memory, which is a hard one to deal with, um, and de and decreased motivation to accomplish something. So, when I, but but there was a part of me that still had it, like said, uh, "How are you started? This, you're going to get it done." Um, so, yeah, it was definitely cathartic. Definitely self exploring. Um, Somewhat of a had a little bit of an existential crisis along the way in, in writing it. So yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, a, a self-opening endeavor. And, and even part of the healing process, I'm assuming, from uh, the fact that there is some injury that you are still overcoming. It sounds like it's uh, not something that's cured. It's just something that you deal with and learn how to cope with. That's correct. Um, yeah, I think it, it nowadays it's a matter it's a matter of how I manage it, how I manage manage and deal with what they don't they really don't know a lot about yet. I mean, 
mean, we, we know only so much about the brain itself. And then now, and there's brain injury um, and, and issues that happen along that those lines that people are just, just starting to kind of get into. So, yes, it's... Uh, it's, it's just kind of how it is. It's an ambitious work in sharing your story, 258 pages. Uh, that must have taken a bit of time and uh, had some challenges. Uh, explain to my listeners a little of uh, what those were. Biggest challenge was memory. Um, remembering, I mean, I had some long-term memories. That seems to be unaffected. But relatively short-term, something like, like, for example, in the middle in this interview, I've forgotten the kind of a little. I, there, there are moments where I have to recall the actual topic of the question. So that's been a challenge: is memory. Uh, the next challenge was actually putting pen pen to paper, which I physically had to do at times, not just type, but physically put pen to paper um, and and articulate all of those thoughts. Um, so that, those are the two main challenges. And then there was ultimately the motivation behind actually like, do I really want to do this? Come on, man. This is just, this is just a reminder of all the crappy stuff that's going on in your life right now. Um, what, what are you doing this for, Mark? And so that, those are the, the major challenges, I think. Uh, you have several chapters, I think a total of about 42 of them, at least in the listings. Uh, did you start off with chapter headings, or was that something that came later as you were able to assemble everything in an, or an order that made sense? I, You know, that's the thing. Honestly, Jay, I don't know if it makes sense. I think I just started writing. Um, and then wherever I stopped with an idea, I said, all right, that was the, that was the chapter that idea or that circumstance in my life. Uh, I mean, no human being or no person's life is the same and they all take different journeys. Some are longer than others uh, along the way. And so that was kind of how I, how I structured it. Um, I had a general outline in the beginning and I, I stuck to that, but then it did more and more just came out. And, you know, I'd have to go back if I forgot something that remembered it later. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, I think that I'd like the reader, any potential reader, just pick it up and be able to read it and pick up any chapter and just start from there. And then, and then if anything, they read it, they're interested in something like, oh, I want to read that chapter. Again, when I first picked up your book or looked at your book, I uh, was struck by the variety of things that are in here, in, in its content, and the fact that it's 258 pages and it's biographical in sketch. That's uh, that's pretty remarkable in itself. I don't think you're an old person. I mean, I don't think you're a senior adult yet. I don't know. Maybe you are. But it seems like it's a young person's a young person's journey that's in the book. You got my attention with chapter one, do you ever lose your keys? Of course I do. And then you say, why are you reading this as chapter two? Um, those were important questions to ask the reader. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm no marketing guru, but I, 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 I know I, I like to study how people have got, got my attention. And, and kept me engaged and involved in something, whether it be uh, a, a work task, uh, a coach, 
um, or, or a TV show or just even little ads that pop up on your desktop or laptop when you're on the, on the computer. So I knew that I had to get them. I knew that I had to hook the reader. And I figured something relatively catchy or common that everyone, that everyone has experienced like losing their keys was the, the first kind of teaser to get them to be like, yeah, I lose my keys. Who hasn't lost their keys? Let me figure out. And then the second one was like, why are you reading this? You know, now that I got you, well, here's why you're here. That's, that's a great way to, to open a book. I see also in there a little about uh, obsessive compulsive, I won't call it disorder, but challenge. Uh, is that something that grew on you, if, uh, if I may use that term? Yeah, I mean, you can say OCD, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was not OCD. I, mean, I was never been diagnosed as OCD, but I've got those tendencies. Um, where they came from, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I mean, there's nature versus nurture and in, in how those things develop, I guess. I think that naturally I wasn't, I wasn't so much that way, but I had a little bit of it. And then based on my experiences growing up and kind of, having to do things a lot on my own or or quickly uh and efficiently i kind of just developed that that that's where the the nature or the your experience kind of shape how you are now uh, i have to be even more kind of obsessive compulsive when it comes to stuff that involved that involves heavy activity on my by my brain Yes, I I can relate a little bit. I uh, have described myself as OCD in some ways. In fact, I, I did a stand-up piece uh, for a group one time. No one liked it, and they should have been uh, drinking alcohol and having a party. <laughs> they might yeah. have enjoyed it more. But uh, it was a pretty straight-laced group, and I was talking about my compulsive uh, and telling my grandkids, for example, have you washed your hands yet? You know, when they got in the kitchen and, hand, and were around food. Uh, not that I'm overly that way, but um, they were young at the time, and when Christmas gift-giving time was uh, coming up, their mom said, what do you think we ought to get Papa? And the kids uh, raised their hands real quick, get them some soap. So I, mean, <laughs> I made an impression, but not necessarily a good one. I've backed off of that. I let people be what they are and do what they do. You have, uh, again, 258 pages. How long, Mark, did it take to complete this? It took a good year, um, and I will admit that I sucked at editing it. I was <laughs> not, I mean, I really, I wrote it all down. I edited it as I went, which which I'm sure most writers do, but then the final, I, I started a, a close to final review, and then I just kind of like, I've already been here before, I wrote this, yeah, this is good, this is good, this is good, okay, I can change a couple words here, or I, or then I started adding more, and then it became even then it became even more harder to structure the chapters and, and just kind of the, the the lay of the land of the book. Well, so then I had to, I employed some friends to help me kind of just copy edit. It's a fascinating work because it's so personal. And uh, what is the hope that you have uh, for those who read it besides entertaining them? Yeah, I hope it entertains, but I I don't think that was number one. I think number one was. I mean, selfishly speak, I'll be selfish and I'll call myself out. Um, it was cathartic, like you had asked earlier. Yes. 
and it was it was definitely a good exercise for probably for anyone but let alone myself a good exercise for me to kind of help my brain get get going in a lot of different capacities but then you know i think that i'm not i don't i don't tell anyone not to box or not to fight but figured that anyone that is currently doing it that is younger or that is older or that aspires to do it they here's a story about one guy who did it who did it decently well at a low level um but then something happened and, and by the way here's you know just to give you a, some context about who that guy is here's a little bit more about that guy um here's some information for you and now do with it what you want you can make your own decisions but gather all that do your research here's some research uh, that's important on a lot of decisions we make in life uh, some as impulsive decisions others as commitment decisions as you did the back of your book describes you as a former professional mma fighter and amateur boxer and it takes us through his journey from his post-college graduate days to hardcore drug addiction and alcoholism to sobriety and the competitive sports world of amateur boxing and professional MMA fighting, only to be sidelined by a devastating traumatic brain injury from, repre from repeated blows to the head. Mark, thank you for being courageous enough to share this story, and I believe it should uh, not only entertain people, but also be helpful to those who love sports and may want to get a different perspective on it. Mark, where do we get copies of your book? Uh, just, you know, there's, I guess there's a store called Amazon. I guess they sell a lot of books, apparently, and, uh, and a lot of other stuff, too. Amazon, uh, I believe there's a website, tbitales.com. I believe that, don't quote me on that, but I believe Ex Libris has that site. Sure. So Ex Libris, or but for sure Amazon. They can also request it from their local bookseller. And the key ingredient Excellent. here probably to finding it, because the title is, uh, is different, is to do a search under the author's name, Mark Allen, A-L-L-E-N. The title of the book, Brain, I'm sorry, Based on a True Traumatic Brain History, a short memoir. And uh, again, it's uh, 256 pages, 258 pages, uh, short for some folks and uh, tedious for others, but entertaining all the way around. Mark, thank you for joining me today and sharing your story. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. My pleasure for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Mm -hmm.